0: Hey love bugs! welcome to another episode of the Portia Dion show. Thank you as always for tuning in. I love and appreciate you guys so much for it. Um, if you can hear background noise, it's raining outside. There's actually a thunderstorm going on outside while I sit here in my car waiting for time for me to, you know, for it to be time for me to go into work. So, and I just kind of want to get this recording done now because I will not be able to record anything for the next few days even though you all will get this post more than a week later than what, well, about a week later after I'm recording it. Um, But while it's on my mind and I have the time, I want to go ahead and do it. So, um, this will be part two of the whole abortion ban segment. I want to start... (laughs) I want to start with, um, I believe it was either North or South Carolina, excuse me, that um, is looking at a bill to revamp the definition of consent. And within that, they're saying that once the sex act has started, the the woman can, like consent cannot then be changed so um so so if a female initially starts out being kind of open to the idea of sex with someone or open to the sex act with someone and say the guy is being entirely too rough um or if he's just taking it too far into a level that the woman doesn't want to participate in once penetration has happened she can then no longer say no it's absolutely crazy to me on why these lawmakers and most of them are older white men why these lawmakers are trying to penalize victims like this? Like, really, I, I I wonder if they would be so quick to try to change these laws that affect women m- more often than men. Um, the abortion bill, you know, will change these laws that that affect a woman's body. Um, if they would be so quick to do that, if their mother daughter sister um were the victims of rape or at least rape that they knew of because we all know that rape happens a lot more often in this country and it never gets report a a, a lot more often than what's reported um and then even like in some of these abortion <laughs> these abortion ban um bills and some of them have already passed like there have been states i said this in the last episode they have been working on this since like 2015 and and passed trigger laws back in you know 2015 or so and i think there was one that went back to 2012 but some of these laws even go as far as trying to define what a valid rape is like who are you to tell someone what a valid rape is if someone is forcing themselves upon me or anyone in a way of which i do not want that's rape. period there's no ifs ands or buts well maybes and or you know, if her dress had been a little longer or if it had been shaped like a trash bag or, you know, if she had less makeup on, like, there's there's nothing else that it could possibly be. There's nothing that gives it leeway to be anything else other than rape. And to have these bills, like, <laughs> and I may have mentioned this in the last one, it's, it's been about weeks since in between the recordings of part one and this one here. Um, but a lot of the states that are passing these now, that have been passing them and, like, proposing them and passing them this year, they have the lowest education rate. Some some of the lower, the lower education rates, um, uh, education rates, I said rapes, good grief, um, lowest education rates in the country they also have <coughs> excuse me the a a very low ranking in um in dealing with and handling cases of domestic violence including rape but you want to pass a bill that says it's illegal for a woman to get an abortion, even if she she even if she is raped, or a female rather, because we know it's not just grown women that's get, being raped. It's happening to teenagers. It's happening to small children. Um, like it's it's crazy, and they're they're making it. They're doing this one because it's a thing and and you know in so many ways sending us back in time to when women didn't have as much political power as what we do now um even though still today it's not enough but send us back to then and then also um And, to, you know like it it's disgusting how proud these men feel about this and even um governor K in which state does she govern is it Alabama Georgia no it's not Georgia it has to be Alabama cuz she she signed that law absolutely disgusting if that if if your daughter was a victim of rape especially if she was a teenager you will want her to be able to have that abortion and make it so that it's not illegal for her to do. But here's the other thing. Some of these bills are making it so that the cost of abortion rises so high that the middle class, the poor and middle class, won't be able to afford it. So if the poor and middle class can't afford it and they are forced to then have these babies and you know adopt like i mentioned adoption and foster care those aren't always the option they're still not even the easiest options and they're forced to have these you know these babies that happen as a result of rape or even kids that they really are not ready for um and especially if they've taken the precautions in other areas to make sure um to make sure that they, you know, prevent a pregnancy from happening in the first place. but something happens, either, you know, they end up getting put on an antibiotic while they're on birth control. Or ensuring that the guy puts a condom on, but the condom was either defective and or tampered with. Um, You know, things of that nature. It can still happen. So then they're forced to have these kids that they don't want. And if they were a victim of rape or incest that reminds them of the trauma that they went through of, you know, let's just face it, the violence that was um put on them. And they don't they stru- they end up struggling. Not only emotionally and mentally, but financially. Because now they have this kid to take care of. The government complains so much about the welfare system being over overwhelmed and there's too many people on welfare, but you're only going to cause for more people to go on welfare if you make abortion illegal because then they're going to have to find a way to support that child. So you're either going to overwhelm the child welfare system with a bunch of kids that are being put up for adoption or foster care that we simply don't have enough foster and adoption families for, or you're going to overwhelm and or it's, it's actually going to be a combination of both. And you're also for the ones who who end up keeping the child for whatever reason. Because if it's a teenager, some of their parents won't let them give the child up for adoption. They force them to keep that kid. Um. What was I saying? Okay, yeah, but if it was a teenager that was raped, or even just got pregnant from a from you know consensual sex, um, sometimes that parent won't let them give up that child. They will force them to keep that child and be a parent. Um, they end up on welfare they do i you're like they're going to have to find a means to be able to support that child because they don't have the means to do it themselves whether they're a working adult or not because we all know that most of the country and most of this country people are not paid actual living wages Um, teenagers are not paid living wages they can't support a child off of you know mcdonald's a mcdonald's you know paycheck they they simply can't so the welfare system is going to be overwhelmed even more so than what the government claims it is now the child welfare system will be overwhelmed with a bunch of kids that need that have been given up, and that need homes, but we don't have enough, you know, adoptive and foster parents for them. What good is that doing? You're only further oppressing already oppressed people, people who are poor and disenfranchised, and um, and a lot of times uneducated. It only serves to keep them poor and keep them down because they now have to struggle with while having this child. And yes, there are plenty of people who make it work and end up going to school and getting their education while you know they have kids, but that is not easy. Not everyone can do that, especially if you don't have a support system built around you because... The saying is true, it's old, but it's so true. it takes a village to raise a child. If you don't have that support system with you to to have someone that can watch your kid while you take a class or go to work or whatever it is to help better yourself and your predicament, you are going to be stuck like there there's no way around that you're going to be stuck. And that's essentially what the government is wanting because they don't want more people becoming rich. They don't want everyone to be on an even scale. Because like I said this before, there's enough out here for everyone's cup to be running over. There is enough out here for everyone to be eating good um, each and every single day. But the government does not want that. The, The one percenters or two percenters, whatever they are, they do not want that the vast majority of them don't they don't want a spread of wealth because that would mean that they're not elite anymore (laughs) but it's it's so sad that they would intentionally set stuff up to keep poor people poor and rich people rich by forcing these things because even even if even if that daughter or wife Or sister of a rich person. Or one of these government officials were raped. Or end up getting pregnant. You know, end up with an unwanted pregnancy regardless of how it came about. Even if they kept the baby, they're still okay because they're rich. And they'll step in to take care of that baby. That's not the case for everyone. That's not the case for the majority. Like, it's so sickening to me how this government operates um, and, and the laws that are put in place that are meant to oppress people and it's sad it's so unfortunate and and as it's, it's optimistic as I try to be it really does make me lose hope in the entire system of this country both voting-wise and and our judicial system and like everything, everything. And I'm sorry, I'm no, I'm not sorry. I'm gonna say this and and I tweeted this to Nancy Pelosi not that long ago. She tweeted something, you know, this country was founded on bravery, not cowardice. Blah 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 blah. I said, okay, then be brave enough to start impeachment. You cannot wait. Look y'all already know it's been said repeatedly that the last election the last presidential election was was tampered with in so many ways it was rigged for Trump to win regardless if you if anyone believes Trump colluded or not. I believe he did I believe him and his campaign did um, however outside of that. It, it's it's shown there's proof that it was tampered with, and tampered with in favor of Trump. Do you seriously think it won't happen again in the 2020 election if y'all don't get this man out before then? Really? Really? It's so mind-boggling to me on, as to why they won't just go ahead and impeach. There have been, like, there haven't been that many presidents impeached before. But there's been a president impeached just prior to an election. We cannot risk the angry carrot and company winning again. We can't risk it. Go ahead and impeach. Because the more you keep someone like Trump in power, the more it emboldens other people who think like him and have mindsets like him and would do things that will help to create laws that keep the poor poor and take um, funding away from programs that they need like Meals on Wheels and like um, funding for, you know, cleaning up and maintaining the Great Lakes Funding for the child welfare um, services. Funding for a number of things, like a number of things. It, it, It emboldens them, and that's how these laws happen. There's no reason why in this day and age there should be abortion ban bills. It's so stupid. Excuse me. It's so stupid, it's mind boggling. You almost have to laugh at it to not become utterly pissed off. Or or actually you would be in this case, I feel like it would be justifiable to become utterly pissed off. People vote. And I'm not one that would sit up there and tell people who they should vote for. But this Republican Party, and I'm not saying the Democrat Party got it all worked out and they are the B's, D's, because they're not. They're not. Let's, let's just be totally honest. They're not. They got some issues and some problems that needs to be worked out in that problem. But this this Republican Party, it, it's really hard for me to not call them evil. It it, it really outright is. Very hard for me to, to not call them evil just outright evil i honestly can't think of another word for them other than evil that's how bad it is and i'm not bad with words i write (laughs) i can't when i think of them i see the word evil because only someone that is evil hearted would think it is okay To create an abortion ban and especially create one that doesn't provide some type of provision for victims of rape and incest. Only someone evil would propose that, would support that, would vote yes on that and then sign it. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Y'all are evil. Like, oh my goodness. Whew. Okay, I got to calm down so I are going into this building. <laughs> it is my Friday, even though it's not Friday yet, but it's my Friday because I won't be back in here for like another five days. And I'm so excited about it. Not that I don't like my job, because I do like my job, and I like my coworkers. Um, but it's five days, and I get to just sit and work on – my stuff, oh my gosh, I'm so looking forward to that and loving that. But with all of that said, if you have any comments, questions, critiques, criticisms, whatever else, if you have an opinion on this abortion ban, um, and, and and even if you have some type of sound solution as to what can be done to prevent the overflow, what to prevent how child and welfare services in this country as well as um, well child welfare services, as well as um, this country's welfare uh, welfare programs, how they will not be overwhelmed as a result of these abortion bans, um, if the Roe versus Wade decision is overturned. I want. I, I seriously want to hear. I want to have a discussion. I really will. I'm so open to discussion. So be sure to hit me up. My email address is Portia at gmail.com. Again, that's P-O-R-S-H-A-D-E-U-N at Gmail.com. Or you can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. My handle Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. My handle on all three is Portia Dion. Again, that's P-O-R-S-H-A-D-E-U-N. If you have not grabbed a copy of my book, Love Lost, be sure to do so. You can um find it on Amazon. It's the ebook is on, you know, the popular platforms and stuff. Um, Kindle, Nook, iBooks, um, Kobo, Google Play. There's a few others. Um, you can get it there. You can find all the links for the different eBooks. You know, based on the platform that you prefer, on my website. You can also order a signed copy from me of a you know a signed paperback on my website. You can also pre-order the sequel to Love Lost. Um, love lost forever on my website it will be available on june 28th but you can pre-order it now and i will get that out to you to get that out make sure you get that um on or right after june 28th so yeah yeah be sure to go uh look it up my website is porshadeon.com be kind to yourselves Wow, all of a sudden it's my phone going off like this. Be kind to yourselves. Be kind to one another. Love yourselves and love one another. I will check in with you beautiful people later. Bye, love bugs.